1: This is the chorus call conference operator. Thank you for standing by. Welcome to Boston Pizza's fourth quarter conference call. As a reminder, all participants are in listen only mode and the conference is being recorded on February 10, 2021. After the presentation, there will be a question and answer session. Participants on the call may also pose their questions via email to Boston Pizza's investor relations department at InvestorRelations at bostonpizza.com. Should anyone need assistance during the conference call, they may signal an operator by pressing star and zero on their telephone. At this time, I would like to turn the conference over to Michael Harbinson, Chief Financial Officer. Please go ahead.
2: Thank you, and welcome everyone to the call. We'll be discussing the 2024 fourth quarter results for both Boston Pizza Royalties Income Fund, or the fund, and for Boston Pizza International, or BPI. For complete details on our financial results, please see our fourth quarter materials filed earlier today on CDAR or visit the fund's website at bpincomefund.com. Should you require additional information after the call, you can reach us via the Investor Relations phone number listed in our press release. The fund is a limited-purpose open-ended trust established under the laws of British Columbia to acquire, indirectly, certain trademarks and trade names used by BPI in its Boston Pizza restaurants in Canada. BPI pays royalty and distribution income to the fund based on franchise revenues of royalty pool restaurants. For a complete description of the fund and its business, please see the annual information form dated February 9, 2021, which was filed on CDAR.com. Before I turn the call over to Jordan Holm, president of BPI, I would like to note that certain information in the following discussion may constitute forward-looking information. For a more complete definition of forward-looking information and the associated risks, please refer to the fund's management discussion and analysis issued earlier today. Forward-looking information is provided as of the date of this call and, except as required by law, we assume no obligation to update or revise forward-looking information to reflect new events or circumstances. And with that, I will now turn the call over to Jordan.
3: Thank you, Michael, and welcome everyone to Boston Pizza's fourth quarter investor conference call. Today, I'll be discussing our fourth quarter results and sharing a brief outlook. Michael will summarize our key financial highlights and provide an update on the status of our COVID-19 response plan. As usual, we'll leave time for your questions at the end of today's call. The COVID-19 pandemic has had a profoundly negative impact on the Boston pizza system in 2020. Throughout the second half of 2020, the sales of Boston pizza restaurants in the royalty pool initially improved and then subsequently declined as a result of the second wave of the pandemic. COVID-19 case counts in Canada rose during the fourth quarter, causing certain jurisdictions across Canada to further restrict on-premise dining operations and restaurant operating hours. As at December 31st, 2020, approximately 370 Boston Pizza restaurants were providing takeout and delivery services, with approximately 100 of these restaurants also having their dining rooms and sports bars open with reduced seating capacities in accordance with government mandates. Looking forward, our focus continues to be on the safety of our staff and guests and helping our franchisees to pull through these challenging times. Franchise sales and the resulting royalty and distribution income for October, November and December 2020 were 80.7%, 68.0% and 59.9% of prior year levels. For these same periods, same restaurant sales were negative 21.2%, negative 34.2% and negative 43.2% respectively. We are pleased with our ability to mitigate declines in total franchise sales and same restaurant sales during the pandemic. Franchise sales and the resulting royalty and distribution income for January, 2021 were 55.1% of the levels they were in January, 2020. Same restaurant sales for January 2021 was negative, 49.5% when compared with the same period in 2020. As at January 31st, 2021, approximately 375 Boston pizza restaurants were providing takeout and delivery services, with approximately 105 of these restaurants also having their dining rooms and sports bars open with reduced seating capacity. While we've been pleased with our ability to manage through the pandemic, our outlook remains cautious due to the high level of uncertainty that remains. Turning to our financial results, as shared in the press release and financial statements filed this morning, Boston Pizza posted system-wide gross sales of $181.7 million for the quarter and $773.5 million for the full year, representing decreases of 34.3% and 30.1% respectively versus the same periods one year ago. In addition, the fund posted franchise sales from restaurants in the royalty pool of $146.6 million for the quarter and $613.2 million for the year, representing decreases of 30.6% and 28.2% respectively versus the same periods one year ago. In the fourth quarter, we launched our Boston Pizza Classics promotion, which brought back some classic menu items such as the pizza burger and Smoky Mountain spaghetti and meatballs. Also during the fourth quarter, Boston Pizza's holiday 2020 promotion included a selection of new and popular menu items, along with a promotional uh, bonus card offer. These uh, fourth quarter promotions helped increase our takeout and delivery sales, which offset some of the negative same restaurant sales on-premise from the COVID-19 pandemic. Turning to restaurant development, no new Boston Pizza restaurants opened during the fourth quarter. In 2020, Boston Pizza opened a total of two new full-service restaurants. Boston Pizza closed one restaurant in the fourth quarter, bringing our total to 11 permanently closed restaurants for all of 2020. Overall, guest traffic remains weakened by various provincial and local health orders and regulations. With the second wave of COVID-19 underway, we we anticipate that the business of Boston Pizza restaurants will continue to be negatively impacted during at least the first half of 2021. BVI continues to work diligently to build a consortium of financial support to help offset the otherwise unprecedented financial impact facing our franchisees. Our focus continues to be the safety of our guests and our staff in our restaurants, serving our communities with takeout and delivery in restaurant or and in restaurant where permitted, and supporting our franchisees during these challenging times.
2: I'll now pass it over to Michael
3: to review the fund's financial performance. Michael.
2: Thank you, Jordan. Before I provide an overview of the fund's quarterly results, I'd like to provide an update on the status of the COVID-19 recovery plan. The fund and BPI entered into agreements intended to holistically address the financial challenges caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. As shared in our press release on June 22nd of last year, this COVID-19 recovery plan provides various measures designed to bring liquidity and stability to the Boston Pizza system during these challenging times. In September 2020, Boston Pizza Canada Limited Partnership began collecting from its franchisees over a 15-month period the royalty and advertising fees that were deferred from March, April, and May 2020. Also in September and over the same 15-month period, BPI commenced paying the fund its deferred royalty and distribution income plus interest. Additional details on the recovery plan between the fund and BPI are contained in a document called the Pandemic Recovery Plan Amendment Agreement, a copy of which is available on CDAR.com. To date, all parties have satisfied the conditions of the COVID-19 recovery plan that was jointly agreed to by BPI and the fund. While the Joint Recovery Plan and recently amended credit facilities with the bank were designed to provide improved stability for the foreseeable future, the full impact of COVID-19 on the Boston pizza system continues to remain uncertain. The medium and long-term impact on the fund and BPI will depend on the ability of Boston Pizza to build its business back to normal operating levels as well as mitigate the number of permanent closures. While uncertainty exists in these areas, we would like to emphasize that BPI anticipates that it has sufficient liquidity to fund its operations and debt service payments for the foreseeable future. On October 1, 2020, the trustees of the fund recommended monthly distributions of 6.5 cents per unit, compared to monthly distributions of 10.2 cents per unit that existed prior to the fund temporarily suspending distributions on March 23, 2020. Monthly distributions recommenced with the September 2020 distribution that was paid to unit holders on October 30, 2020. On December 16, 2020, the trustees fund declared a special one-time cash distribution of $0.20 cents per unit, which was paid on January the 29th, 2021, to unit holders of record at the close of business on December 31st, 2020. The declaration of the special distribution is a departure from the fund's historical distribution practices, and is not expected to become a long-term strategy. However, the trustees believe that declaring the special distribution was a prudent approach to dealing with the challenges presented in 2020 by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. With that, I'll now turn to the fund's fourth quarter financials and provide a more conventional summary of the fin- financial highlights. The fund posted royalty income of $5.9 million for the quarter and $24.5 million for the year, compared to $8.4 million and $34.1 million, respectively, for the same periods one year ago. The fund posted distribution income of $1.9 million for the quarter and $8.1 million for the year, compared to $2.8 million and $11.2 million, respectively, for the same periods one year ago. Royalty and distribution income for the quarter were based on 395 Boston pizza restaurants in the royalty pool that reported franchise sales of $146.6 million for the quarter and $613.2 million for the year. For the same periods in 2019, royalty and distribution income were based on the royalty pool of 396 Boston pizza restaurants reporting franchise sales of $211.2 million and $853.7 million respectively. The fund's net and comprehensive income was $19.6 million for the period, compared to a net and comprehensive loss of $4.6 million for the fourth quarter of 2019. The $24.2 million increase in the fund's net and comprehensive income for the period, compared to the fourth quarter of 2019, was primarily due to a $27.5 million increase in fair value gain and lower income tax expense of $0.4 million, all partially offset by lower royalty and distribution income, of 3.4 million and higher interest on long-term debt of 0.3 million. The fund's net and comprehensive income of 9.6 million in 2020 compared to net and comprehensive income of 22.5 million year to date in 2019. The 12.9 million decrease in the fund's net and comprehensive income for the year compared to the same period in 2019 was primarily due to the lower royalty and distribution income of 12.7 million a $4.3 million increase in fair value loss and higher interest on long-term debt of $0.6 million, all partially offset by lower income tax expense of $2.7 million and lower interest on Class B units of $2 million. While net and comprehensive income or loss is a measurement of the fund's earnings under, under International Financial Reporting Standards, or IFRS, The fund is of the view that net income or loss does not provide the most meaningful measurement of the fund's ability to pay distributions because the calculation of net income contains material non-cash items that do not affect the fund's cash flow. Non-cash items include the fair value adjustments on the investment in Boston Pizza Canada Limited Partnership, the Class B unit liability, interest rate swaps, and uh, changes in deferred income taxes. Consequently, the fund reports the non-IFRS metrics of distributable cash and payout ratio to provide investors with, in the fund's opinion, more meaningful information regarding the fund's ability to pay distributions to unit holders. In the fourth quarter of 2020, the fund changed how it calculates distributable cash and distributable cash per unit to factor in principal repayments that the fund is contractually required to make on the fund's credit facilities from and after the fourth quarter of 2020 as part of the pandemic recovery plan. The fund did not have a requirement to repay any principal payments under its credit facilities prior to the fourth quarter of 2020. Accordingly, the change in how distributable cash is calculated does not impact the calculation of distributable cash for periods prior to the fourth quarter of 2020. The change to how distributable cash is calculated also affects payout ratio since payout ratio is calculated using distributable cash. The fund generated distributable cash of $5.4 million for the period, compared to $7 million for the quarter, fourth quarter of 2019. The decrease in distributable cash of $1.6 million, or 22.6%, was primarily due to a decrease in cash flow generated from operating activities of $0.8 million, contractually required debt repayment of $0.7 million for which there is no comparable repayment in the fourth quarter of 2019, as well as an increase of interest paid on long-term debt of $0.2 million and higher SIF tax on units of 0.1 million, all partially offset by a decrease in settlement for BPI's Class B units of 0.2 million. The fund generated distributable cash of $16.3 million in 2020 compared to $28.7 million year to date in 2019. The decrease in distributable cash of $12.4 million or 43.2 percent was primarily due to a decrease in cash flow generated from operating activities of 12. Uh, $8 million, a contractually acquired debt repayment of $0.7 million, for which there's no comparable repayment in 2019, an increase of interest paid on long-term debt of $0.3 million, and higher SIF tax on units of $0.3 million, partially offset by decreased entitlement for BPI's Class B units of $1.7 million. The fund generated distributable cash per unit of $0.25 for the period compared to $0.31.9 per unit, for the fourth quarter of 2019. The decrease in distributable cash per unit of 6.9 cents or 21.6% was primarily attributable to the decrease in distributable cash for the reasons just mentioned, partially offset by fewer units outstanding compared to the same period in 2019 due to the fund's normal course issue or bid. The fund generated distributable cash per unit of 75.6 cents in 2020 compared to $1.31 cents per unit in 2019. The decrease in distributable cash per unit of 56.1 cents or 42.6% was primarily attributable to the decrease in distributable cash outlined as just mentioned, partially offset by fewer units outstanding compared to the same period in 2019 due to the funds NCIB which will expire on February 18th, 2021. The funds payout ratio for the period was 77.9% compared to 108% in the fourth quarter of 2019. The decrease in the funds payout ratio for the period was due to the combined effects of distributions paid decreasing by $3.3 million, or 44.2%, offset by distributable cash decreasing by $1.6 million, or 22.6%. The funds payout ratio for the year was 68.2% compared to 104.8% in 2019. The decrease in the funds payout ratio for the year compared to the same period in 2019 was due to distributions paid decreasing by 18.9 million or 63% offset by distributable cash decreasing by, 24, excuse me, by 12.4 million or 43.2%. The effects of the COVID-19 pandemic have materially affected the funds payout ratio in the period and for the year and may continue to materially affect the funds payout ratio in the future. Payout ratio is calculated by dividing the amount of distributions paid during the applicable period by the distributable cash for that same period. Accordingly, the payout ratio for the year does not factor in the special distribution that was paid on January 29, 2021, even though the cash generated to fund that special distribution was generated during the year. If the special distribution was included in the calculation of payout ratio for the year, the payout ratio would have been 94.6%. In addition to the special distribution on, on February 9th, 2021, the trustees of the fund approved a cash distribution to unit holders of 6.5 cents per unit in respect of the period from January 1st, 2021 to January 31st, 2021. This monthly distribution will be payable on February 26, 2021 to unit holders of record at the close of business on February 21, 2021. The trustees objective in setting a monthly distribution amount is that it be sustainable. The trustees will continue to closely monitor monitor the funds available cash balances given the continued volatility and economic uncertainty caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. While the COVID-19 pandemic persists, the trustees expect that the franchise sales and same restaurant sales and the resulting royalty and distribution income and distributable cash available for distribution to unit holders will continue to be adversely affected. With that, I will now turn the call back to Jordan for more on the outlook. Jordan?
3: Thank you, Michael. We continue to be encouraged by the efforts of our local franchisees and their restaurant teams working in local Boston Pizza restaurants across the country during these difficult times. In terms of our outlook, Boston Pizza began its first quarter of 2021 with a meal deal promotion supported by significant TV, digital, and social media ads. The promotion provides our guests with extra value when ordering special pizza, wings, salad, and pasta combinations. Also in the first quarter of 2021, we look forward to our Valentine's Day promotion coming up next weekend, when the popular Boston Pizza heart-shaped pizzas will be served, and $1 from each pizza sold will go to help local charities chosen by each restaurant. Currently, guests are able to donate $2 with their order to support a local charity and for those with a sweet tooth, $1 from each chocolate explosion dessert also goes to support a local cause. For the first time ever, Boston Pizza has extended the sale of, their, of the BP Heart Shaped Pizzas to both Saturday, February 13th and Sunday, February 14th to give guests more opportunities to enjoy Heart Shaped Pizza while ensuring our restaurants can maintain social distancing. With respect to our outlook on COVID-19, the pandemic has had a continued impact on the general economy in Canada and on the restaurant industry in particular. For the foreseeable future, COVID-19 will continue to cause significant disruption to the business of the fund and to BPI. BPI's management will continue to closely monitor the evolving COVID-19 situation and modify the operating procedures of Boston Pizza restaurants to ensure the safety of our staff and guests. We will also maximize the opportunity to grow our takeout and delivery business and adapt other areas of our business such as expanded patios and enhanced digital options to responsibly address additional challenges and opportunities presented by COVID-19. Management of BPI anticipates that franchise sales levels for the first half of 2021 will continue to be challenged as a result of COVID-19. With that I'd like to begin the question and answer session
4: operator.
1: Thank you. We will now begin the question and answer session. Anyone who wishes to ask a question may press star, then 1 on their touch touch phone or send the question via email to InvestorRelations at BostonPizza.com. Please note, those questions that we do not get to during the call will be answered via email immediately following the end of the investor conference call
4: our
1: first question comes from Nick Corcoran with Keenum Capital. Please go ahead.
4: Morning, guys. Morning, Nick. Um, so just looking at the same restaurant sales, it looks like they've been deteriorating from kind of September, October to January. What do you think is driving that deterioration? And Nick, maybe I'll start and Michael can provide some extra
3: color, but... Uh... In our third quarter uh, financial release in early November, we included the results for the month of October, just as for this fourth quarter uh, release of financial information, we included January. And that's a a new disclosure for us in order to give investors um, line of sight into how the trends are continuing. And when you think back in October, we had had, I believe it was five or six uh, sequential months of uh, increased sales versus the year ago. Uh, reaching up to 90% of year-ago sales for the month of uh, September. We then included the October number to show that uh, the month of October stepped back by about 10%. It was about 80% of year-ago sales. And, and that, you know, to answer your question, that, that's really driven by the on-premise restrictions that started October 1st uh, in Quebec and then in Ontario and Manitoba. Um, and we did include some of the numbers in our uh, filing some press release today, as well as some of the comments that Michael and I made earlier about, um, you know, 375 restaurants being uh, open for takeout and delivery today. Um, but at the start of this week, it was only about 110 that we're offering, 105 that were are offering uh, on-premise uh, bar and, and restaurant under uh, earlier last call restrictions, social distancing, limited seating capacity and so forth, but nonetheless open. Uh, we are seeing that number rise now with Alberta, Uh, opening um, in a couple of regions of Quebec and there are signs that uh, Ontario is also going to ease restrictions, Manitoba. So we should see that number come up. But yeah, the deterioration in same restaurant sales over the uh, fourth quarter uh, was predominantly driven by the the inability to open our restaurants and and bars due to regional uh, health restrictions impacting those uh, on-premise operations. Michael, did you want to add anything?
2: Uh, thanks, Jordan. Nothing further to add on that one.
4: And then, with the uh, researches being used in Alberta, Quebec, Ontario, and Manitoba, do you think the gender can actually be uh, a low water mark, or is there something that might give you pause?
3: Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, my, my pause is just in in, uh, in all the changes uh, that have happened over the last four months. Um you know we we don't want to want to get ahead of ourselves in saying you know the second wave is over, and the reopening process is in full full steam ahead. It's definitely positive news for us, and um the three regions that are have been operating uh the on premise uh most recently being British Columbia, Saskatchewan, and the Atlantic provinces um you know they show significantly higher uh, sales results um, because they're able to um, welcome guests uh, into their dining rooms and, and sports bars. Um, again, albeit with um, you know social distancing, uh, sanitation, PPE, um, and capacity limits, and early last call all in place, and those will continue, I, I believe, for quite some time. But. Yeah, definitely a positive news in Alberta uh, on Monday and, and parts of Quebec and then the announcements about Manitoba and parts of Ontario beginning to uh, ease uh, on-premise uh, restrictions for, for, for restaurants is, is positive news and, and
4: should benefit uh, our overall sales levels going forward. Great. And then were there any new closures in Q1 or is it the, uh, the store count slot Michael, do you want to handle that one?
2: Yeah, Yeah. no new closures in Q1. And just as a recap, we had one closure in the fourth quarter of 2020. And then on a full year basis, uh, 11 closures for, for the year. So I think, um, you know, big picture, we're feeling kind of good about our ability as a system just to kind of mitigate closures. But um, uh, certainly there's no shortage of kind of risk and volatility ahead. So um, but uh, year to date, uh, there's been no closures for 2021 so far.
4: And in your discussions with franchisees, are there any that uh that might be on the edge right now just with the second wave, or are you feeling comfortable with the franchisee help?
3: yeah you know, i mean uh, it, it's a very difficult situation, as I'm sure you know, just industry wide there have been a number of uh closures um and there's a lot of financial uncertainty um depending on what region of the country that you're in your ability to um, maximize takeout and delivery. And most important at this point is really the, the various forms of government support and trying to um, uh, apply, qualify how they're going to change going forward, uh, both in terms of calculation and duration of that, of that support. Um, so I, I think everybody is feeling quite um, uh, challenged uh, financially by the, the uh, The current situation, it varies across our system, as it does across the whole industry. Um, But, you know, we are a 57-year-old brand. We have a lot of uh, very experienced local restaurant owners and operators in our franchise system, and um, they're working closely with us to to manage through and and believe that there are better days ahead, that all of this investment that we've made in, in managing through and protecting the health of our guests and our staff um, Will be rewarded at some point when um, the the return of our sales. And we saw a bit of this last summer when you know expanded patios and, and strong patio business, as well as uh, over indexing on the normal level of takeout and delivery, which we expect to continue for quite some time. So um, I would say the uh, uh, the mood is um, is cautious, but there's some optimism about getting through to the other
4: side. Great. And then uh, just the last question for me, how has uh, take on delivery been trending and have you seen any competitive pressure as the aggregators have uh, have stepped up their, uh, the number of restaurants they've been offering in their, their platforms? Michael?
2: Um, yeah, I think maybe the way to summarize it would be looking at our fourth quarter results. So kind of the most recent quarter uh, for those restaurants that were offering just takeout and delivery that had the dine-ins closed. um, The takeout and delivery results were about 40%. um, uh, And uh, uh, that's double kind of prior year levels. And so, um, so I think we're feeling good about, you know, as as a system, our ability to kind of pivot to takeout and delivery Uh, within our, our own takeout and delivery business. We've got, um, uh, we're signed up with three of the delivery service providers, and uh, that business itself for us has continued to grow uh, year over year as well. So uh, while the, the the delivery service provider kind of business uh, in general has has grown, we've also participated in some of that uh, growth ourselves. Great. That's all for me. Very good.
4: Thanks, Thanks Nick. Nick.
3: Okay, so I'm told there are no further questions at this time. If you do have uh, questions after the call, please send them to InvestorRelations at BostonPizza.com. So at this point, I'd like to take time to thank you all uh, and thank you to our unit holders for your patience, understanding and support during these unprecedented times. 2020 has been an extremely challenging year for Boston Pizza, for the restaurant industry and for the Canadian economy as a whole. Thank you to our franchisees and the restaurant staff for their commitment and hard work to keep Boston Pizza restaurants open, to adhere to provincial and local health orders, and ensure the safety of our customers and our employees. Finally, a thank you to our corporate staff who have worked tirelessly to help safeguard the health of uh, restaurant guests and employees and support our local franchisees in all aspects of their businesses. Thank you for taking the time to listen in, continue to stay safe and healthy, and we look forward to speaking with you all again on our first quarter conference call for 2021, which will happen in May. Thanks, everyone.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone.